So when you say property investor, how many properties exactly do you have? So I actually only own one property at the moment. What I do usually is I flip properties. Um, That's so cool. So what I do is, yeah. So what I do is I flip properties, I buy and I sell properties or for profits and then those are the profits that i'm using to put down as deposits and generate rental income um generate rental properties sure okay so when you say flipping for those who don't know it's it you purchase property that's maybe not in the best condition you make it a bit better by putting a little bit of money into it and then sell it for a lot more than what you bought it Yes, exactly. That's what you do when you flip properties. And in most cases, sometimes you can even flip a property without adding any significant value to it. It's a matter of knowing when a property is distressed and not in a good condition and being able to identify uh, a potential buyer for that property and then flipping the property. Hmm, that's amazing. Uh, let's start off with one of the big questions. Is this a good time to make property investments with things that are happening in the market being in a bit of disarray or just different to how they usually are um, with all things coronavirus happening? Would you say it's a good time to make a property investment? So you could look at it two ways, in my opinion, mm-hmm. right? It could be a good way, but also at the same time, it might not be a good time to invest. And I say this because it's a good time to invest if you know what you're doing. And it's definitely not a good time if you don't know. And the issue with not knowing is that you don't know what you don't know, right? So the best part, the best thing you can do is basically to educate yourself to find out what is property investing and what type of investing strategy are you hoping to, to go for, right? And then once you know that, that will guide you in the right direction. Because if you, if, you, if you don't know what you're doing and you invest with the intention of saying, I'm going to have an income minus my bond and then a profit, you're missing out all the other steps that are involved in property investing, which is researching the area in which you are going to be investing in, actually knowing what market rentals are in that area because there's a difference between what market rentals are in the area. And if you have a buddy who stays there and stays in the area and then assuming that everyone rents for that amount, Mm. you know, so you need to know what the market rentals are and all the costs associated with owning the property, be it the bond, the levies, the rates and taxes. So you need to have a full understanding of all of that and the tenant behavior in that specific area. Can you tell me, how was the South African property market before the pandemic took the globe by storm? So before the pandemic, it was definitely a buyer's market. As we all know, the South African economy has been struggling with uh, growth and uh, continuous downgrades from the rating agencies. We were in a recession before this pandemic started, people losing jobs. And as an economy, we're struggling to create jobs. Big companies were closing shop already and reducing the number of retail stores that they had. So it was definitely a buyer's market in prior to the pandemic. And I think one thing that people don't realize is that property prices in the past year have actually on average increased at about 3%, right? However, our inflation is sitting at around 4.5%. So in real terms, we're actually looking at property prices decreasing in the past year 
at around 1.5%. You mentioned, yeah, the interest rates um, dropping quite a bit over the past year, year and a bit. Um, do you think that there's any chance of, of, of people getting bonds now? Or how does this affect people who are going to be first-time homeowners? If you're a first-time homeowner, banks are still giving loans. They are, however, cautious in how they will be giving loans, as in your income stream, how consistent is it? And so they're definitely going to be looking at that and they're going to be much more careful at giving out bonds because the interest rates are at an all-time low and getting a bond right now is pretty cheap as it, compared to what it was four months ago. You need to make sure you have a good credit record and you have uh, evidence of your income stream as in the form of your payslip and your bank statements. Sure. So just a few more loops to, to jump through in order to get that bond, but it's not so difficult to pay off whatever property you do get because the interest rates um, are, are pretty low. The interest rates are low. However, I would caution against um, using uh, against getting a full bond for the amount that the bank says you qualify for currently. So I say that because if the bank is saying you qualify, let's say, for 800,000 rands at the moment. Mm. So there are two reasons why you shouldn't, I believe, get a bond for 800,000 rands. It's because, firstly, the interest rates could still increase in the future. Your yes. bond is for 20 years. And That's a long in the time, next, absolutely. Yes. yes <laughs> in the next two years, in the next five years, interest rates could normalize and go back to 10% and then can you still afford that bond? That's a question you definitely need to ask yourself. And if the answer is no, then either find yourself a second stream of income so that you can afford that bond, or if you're not going to do that, you're going to struggle in the future. Uh, what types of property would you say are the best buys right now? So for investment purposes, I'd always say that you should look at multi-let. This is letting your property to multiple tenants. So if you can get a house and rent it out to multiple people, you'll not only reduce your risk, but you'll also increase the profit margins that you can make. So definitely a multi-let property is wow. a good investment at this time. Definitely so, not luxury homes and luxury apartments, okay. as those are dipping in price significantly and we really can't judge what's going to happen in the next two to three years. So if you're wanting to rent it out, a, a home that's maybe got as many bedrooms as bathrooms-ish, not necessarily a luxury home, so that you can have individuals um, who team up together and will rent a room and a bathroom and yes. then use it. Okay, got you. That's so clever. I never exactly. thought about that. Okay. Yes. So if you rent your property out that way, you'll actually get more for the property itself. So instead commune, of renting... So buying a commune, yeah. basically. <gasps> yes. Instead of renting a four-bedroom house out for 9,000 rands a month, you could rent out that four-bedroom house, each room for 3,000 rands a month, and that will give you 12,000 instead of 9,000 rands. And then if one person leaves, you're also not crippled if your tenant... Exactly. Back. Oh, that's so clever. That is so, so clever. Um, what would you say to people who are looking to sell right now? So if you're looking to sell right now, you need to either be patient or you need to be reasonable with your asking price, right? So the market is not in the favor of the seller at the moment. And this is unfortunately something that they can't change. 
So be patient or be reasonable with your asking price. And most importantly, I think when people do come to view your property, because you're selling it, make sure you clean up your house and <laughs> everything you need. Like actually put in the efforts to make the house look valuable, you know, so that they don't try and negotiate this ridiculous amount of money. I've walked into houses for viewings and everything just looks horrible, you know, so like make an effort, cut the grass and deal with the minor issues with the property that will actually um, make the potential buyer encouraged and not discouraged into buying your house. Um, do you have any tips or, or things to consider if you're buying right now and if, if you're selling? May, even if the tip is don't do it, rather wait. Just something to help people out. Because I think there are a lot of desperate people either to mm. buy, to get out of the situation that they're in, or to sell so that they can move to some other place. And there's a lot of desperation at the moment. Definitely. So I'd say as a seller, um, as I said before, I think you should be patient and you definitely should be reasonable with your asking price. So look at how much money you need and don't be greedy. Try to be as objective as possible and not use emotion in your asking price. Mm -hmm. right? And then for buyers, I'd say nearly the exact same thing, actually. Be patient and view as many properties as you can. Learn as much as you can about the property prices and rentals in the area and then invest. Don't definitely don't be a desperate buyer and buy with your emotions, buy with logic and using numbers. Because if you are investing in a property and not living in it, it's not about how you, it's not about how you feel about it. It's about, do the numbers make sense? Is this a good investment opportunity? And Lakanipa, we've focused mainly on um, property to invest in. If I was looking for a house to buy to live in, do you think that this would be the right time to make that purchase? The reason I ask this is one of my own colleagues here at 5FM said to me, people are going to be lowering the prices of their houses. Big houses that are normally very expensive are going to be much cheaper because they're trying to get them off and like, pass them off and get rid of the house. So now's the time to get in there and get the house of your dreams. Do you think that that's a load of rubbish or do you think there's <laughs> some merit in that? There is some merit in it. There is some merit as luxury properties have been dipping in price significantly. Sure. So your dream home at this time could be affordable, mm. right? They have been dipping significantly. However, can you afford the property? is a question you should ask yourself. Yep. As I mentioned before, if interest rates normalize, are you still able to pay off the bond? Are you still able to pay off the rates and taxes and the, the levies, right? These are all costs that you need to consider. Ntlaka um, Nipo, thank you so much for having a chat with us. I think this has been um, eye-opening, hopefully uh, educational uh, for a lot of people who are either looking to sell to buy to invest either way just getting the realities from somebody who's in it to win it is is very very cool all right then thank you very much again for having me and cheers everybody that's in and tombella property investor right here on 5fm extra loud mornings